Hello there, my name is Angela Mitten and I am the ACT counsellor. I love helping people live more of the life that they have imagined by learning ACT skills and strategies. Today I want to talk about the issue of confidence. So many of us can feel like we are lacking confidence. Sometimes it feels like it's a national pastime. Do you ever feel that you're lacking confidence? Is it in your working life or friendships, relationships? Sometimes we can have loads of confidence in one aspect of our lives and not very much confidence in another. What areas of your life would you like to develop more confidence? Well, what do I mean by confidence? Confidence is a belief in oneself. It's having the conviction that you have the ability to meet life's challenges and to succeed. Being confident means that we also have a realistic sense of our capabilities. Sometimes we're so plagued by self-doubt and a lack of belief in our skills that we get quite anxious. Then the anxiety builds on the anxiety and then to avoid those feelings of anxiety, we hold back and stop taking action. We wait and wait, hoping that somehow confidence will appear. And then we will begin. Then we will take a step. Then we will take the risk, apply for that job, do the thing that we've always wanted to do. Until we have that feeling of confidence, we won't. This approach can leave us living a life of regret, missed opportunities and not living out our full potential. Eventually, the waiting becomes unworkable. Back in the late 80s, I bought a book called Feel the Fear and Do It Anyway by a woman called Susan Jeffers. I just had a quick Google search on that and I found that this book is actually still around. It had quite a profound effect on me when I read that book. Even just the title became a a bit of a mantra for me to feel the fear and do it anyway. Even though Susan Jeffers wasn't an ACT therapist as such, some of her ideas are aligned with ACT. Because part of what we teach in ACT is that you are going to experience fear any time that you step outside of your comfort zone. And that is a normal human response when you try something different. Our comfort zones where we feel confident, where we feel comfortable, when we step outside of that, by default, it's going to be uncomfortable. Uncomfortable thoughts and feelings and maybe bodily sensations are going to arise. That sick feeling in the pit of your stomach, the butterflies the shaky hands. So in order to grow and change, we actually need to get comfortable with being uncomfortable. Often what happens is we get caught in a trap of thinking that when we feel confident, then we will do the thing. The reality is that our confidence grows by the doing. Sometimes we have this idea that everyone else out there who's doing the thing, has got everything in place and that they didn't have to go through the uncomfortable feelings that we're going through. It's like we believe that they somehow magically have all this confidence. And how do we get that? If the truth be told, they probably just felt as scared as you do when you're starting something new. But they may have learnt to relate to their feelings differently to you. Let's face it, if I could wave a magic wand and bestow a hefty dose of confidence upon you, you probably have loads of ideas about how your life might be different. So I want you to take a moment and right now imagine if, let's just for fun, imagine that I could wave my magic wand and grant you a lifetime supply of confidence. 
what would you be doing differently? If you suddenly had limitless confidence, what life would you be living? What things would you be doing that you aren't doing now? Would anything change? How would you walk? How would you move in the world? How would you talk to people? How would you carry yourself? What kind of clothes might you wear? Just imagine this person for a moment. Are you kind of waiting for confidence to magically appear? (laughs) Because, sorry, I do have to confess, I actually don't have a magic wand. But confidence can be developed and grown, and the way we do that is by taking action. The thing that can hold us back is the fear of those uncomfortable thoughts and feelings that we know we will experience when we're going to try something new. And then we try and avoid those thoughts and feelings, and that's what keeps us stuck. So what ACT tries to do is to get you to become more mindful about what is your mind telling you? What are the thoughts that are getting in the way of you doing the thing? You might be telling yourself, like a story, if I had more confidence, I would be applying for that job, or I would be meeting new people, or I would be taking this risk. Sometimes we're not really aware of what our minds are telling us. There's just this underlying feeling of self-doubt that permeates everything. When we're not in tune with what our minds are telling us, we can tend to operate on autopilot, accepting as truth anything that our minds dish up. What I'm suggesting today is that you start noticing. What is your mind telling you? Become still for a moment. Notice what your mind is doing. Is it judging? Worrying? What is it worrying about? And we're going to make room for those uncomfortable thoughts and feelings that do arise when you start taking a step out of your comfort zone. You can almost preempt what your mind's going to come up with when you try and take that step. Who do I think I am? What am I doing? Everyone knows I'm hopeless, useless, a loser. Why don't I just go back to what I know? I can't possibly do that. I lack confidence. They're the kinds of thoughts that might arise when you start stepping out of your comfort zone. Rather than trying to stop the thoughts or fight with them, try and become more curious about them. Oh, I'm noticing I'm having this thought that I'm not confident. I'm noticing that I'm feeling like I can't do this. I'm noticing that my mind's telling me that I can't do this because I don't have confidence. And you might want to name these as part of a story. All the while staying in the space of curiosity in relation to your thoughts rather than letting them hook you in. Allow them to be there. Make some room for those thoughts and feelings that arise. Stop struggling with them. They're all a part and parcel of life. And when we start to do this, we begin to handle fear and anxiety in a new way. We allow the thoughts to come and go, just like clouds in the sky. They're moving across our landscape. We drop the struggle with them and not get caught up in them. We spend a whole lot less energy trying to push them away. Wow. What could you do with all that freed up energy when you're not spending it trying to push away stuff that you don't want to think or feel? It can be useful to start considering how do you behave when you allow your thoughts to lead the way, when you buy into them or allow them to control you? And then does that behavior take you towards the person you want to be? to what truly matters, or does it take you further away from the person you want to be? We're living in this culture that tells us that we're meant to feel good all the time. 
that we're meant to be feeling confident and good and positive all the time. And if we're not feeling those feelings that there's something wrong with us that has to be fixed, we start pathologizing thoughts and feelings that are actually part of the normal human experience. The truth is feeling a bit scared or even a lot scared before you do something new or unusual is perfectly normal. It's the result of a healthy nervous system that's trying to keep you safe. It can be useful, though, to use the metaphor of the demons on your boat. It's like you're out in the ocean, floating about aimlessly, but where you want to be heading is to the shore. You know there's some great stuff on the shore. The problem is every time you start steering your boat towards the shore, the demons rise up from below decks and start making all kinds of threats. And yeah, you guessed it, they're saying things like, you know, who do you think you are? We're going to make your life really uncomfortable if you continue heading towards the shore, you know, and they and the demons can be feelings as well, like anxiety or depression. The trick is to start steering your boat towards the shore, because really all that happens is the demons make a lot of noise and a lot of threats, but they can't really hurt you. They're not any bigger than you. You're always bigger than your thoughts or feelings. The other thing that I think a lot of people think is, oh, okay, well, once I've got confidence, then I'll have it forever. Confidence is a slippery beast, though, you know. It comes and goes. And as that book, Susan Jeffers, Feel the Fear, Do It Anyway, said, you'll always feel a certain amount of apprehension, well, whenever you're stepping outside of your comfort zone. So that feeling of confidence is going to wax and wane depending on what you're doing. And when it shows up, When that fear shows up, it's because you're stepping outside of your comfort zone. So yeah, we need to get comfortable with feeling worried, feeling stressed, feeling a bit anxious, and then still continue to move forward in our life. Like Susan Jeffers said, the only way to get rid of the fear of doing something is to go out and do it. And this aligns with the other part of ACT, which is taking committed action in the direction of what truly matters to you. When we take action that's deeply connected and aligned with our values, it can bring us enormous confidence. When you know that you're doing something in the service of a value, well, we can feel so much more courageous. And you might connect to the value of courage or commitment, persistence or justice. These kind of values can drive us forward to take action, even in the face of great fear. See, the thing is with that, we're not actually overly concerned about pushing away or eliminating unwanted thoughts and feelings. And this can be quite something to get our heads around. After all, much of our pop psychology and positive thinking memes have us just think positive thoughts. And we have this culture of positive vibes only. Well, acceptance and commitment therapy, what it's saying to you is, hang on, these thoughts and feelings that you've been trying to push away, actually, you know... No matter how hard you try and push them away or subdue them or tame them or control them, they just seem to pop up again. The more you resist, they persist. So ACT says, hey, let's get mindful about the thoughts and feelings. Let's be willing to open up to the feelings and willing to accept that they are part and parcel of human existence. When we drop our control agenda over our thoughts and feelings, what might happen? And we do this in a mindful present way, contacting the present moment, becoming present with what we're thinking and feeling right here and now, rather than being constantly drawn into the past or the future. 
We're noticing and naming our thoughts from a non-judgmental and a curious stance. We're cultivating a psychological flexibility here. The ability to change our behavior depending on how useful it is at any particular time. So when we come back to the idea of confidence, is it working for you to be held back by your feelings of low confidence? Is telling yourself this, when I have more confidence story, how is that working for you? Is that workable? Are you ready for something different? If you'd like to check out a bit more about ACT and how it can help you with issues of confidence, I'd love you to check out my free PDF called ACT in a Nutshell. I want to let you know too that of course this podcast is not therapy and it's not intended to be therapy or a replacement for therapy. This podcast is developed for educational and entertainment purposes only. If you do require a therapist and you're interested in acceptance and commitment therapy as a modality, I'd be looking for somebody with a fairly good grasp on that modality. Anyway, that's it from me. Until next time, take care.